Our beloved chiropractic profession faces challenges like never before. These challenges come from not only outside the profession, but also from within. Hi, I'm Dr. Bobby Braille, and I've had the opportunity to see this profession as a practitioner, a teacher, an administrator, and a politician. In my over 40 years in chiropractic, I've just about seen it all. Join me on Cairo Rants for an honest and no-holds-barred discussion about all aspects of chiropractic practice, politics, education, and philosophy. We'll talk about subjects that most only want to whisper about, and we'll interview the leaders in our profession to get some straight-up answers. If you're looking for a politically correct chiropractic discussion, this is not the place. Welcome to Cairo Rants. Hi, and welcome to Cairo Rants. I'm your host, Dr. Bobby Braille. And with us here today, we have a very special guest, a dear friend of mine for many years. Uh, he's a 1980 graduate of New York Chiropractic College. He has been the legislative advisor to the New York Chiropractic Council, a member of the Legislative Committee of the International Chiropractors Association, ICA, received the Beacon Award, naming him Chiropractor of the Year in 1997 and 98, he also received the Crystal Heart Award from Dr. Oz at the Hellcore Gala in 2015. In fact, I've seen the video on that. It seems he was surprised. Was appointed as co-chairman to Hellcore Advisory Board by Dr. Oz. He practiced for years in uh, on Madison Avenue in uh, Manhattan, New York, and now has a home office practice in Pleasantville, New York. He has been on numerous TV shows, including uh, Women's Day Television with Phyllis George, and most recently, more than once, but most recently on the Dr. Oz Show. So I want to bring to the podcast here, Dr. Michael Smat. Welcome, Dr. Smat. Hey, thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. For everybody, the chiropractors and the chiropractic students who are listening, tell us a little bit about how you got into chiropractic, what you got you into this profession. Well, I was 13 years old, and I was having all the symptoms of... Uh, ulcerative colitis, or later on it became Crohn's disease, and I was suffering for like six, seven months. I was diagnosed in Columbia Presbyterian Hospital with Crohn's disease, and they wanted to give me these drugs and possible surgery. I, w I won't even go into all the symptoms. You could look up the symptoms of Crohn's, but at the time, my father was going to a chiropractor for low back pain, and he asked the chiropractor, you know, he said, my son has all these symptoms. They want to hospitalize him. Could you help them? The chiropractor said, the only thing that I do is the subluxations. You know what that is, a bone out of place, compressing on a nerve. And if he has that, I can help him. So my father brings me, and he finds that my... Three of my lower vertebrae are twisted out of alignment, even though I'm 13. I, I didn't even have any low back pain. I had no musculoskeletal symptoms. So he started adjusting me, and within three months, my colon com completely regenerated, and I'm 63 years old now. This is it's hard to believe. 50 years later, and I have never had a symptom of Crohn's experience so apparently 
So you're basically a chiropractic miracle. Basically. Well, you know, I mean, you and I both see it in our offices every day. Miracles happen every day. I was one of them. Okay. Who are your mentors in chiropractic? Who, who have you looked up to over the years? Well, obviously, the chiropractor that got me well, Dr. Marty Greenberg. He was practicing in Brooklyn right until his demise. And he was my mentor because he got me well, one of my mentors. Dr. Sid was of Life University. He was not only one of my greatest mentors, a very, very dear friend who I missed, but I have him in the place in my heart for forever. Dr. Bill Wimmen, um, Dr. James Zigafus. I mean, I have so many mentors that maybe they said lying that literally transformed my life forever. You mentioned, who was the chiropractor again who took care of you when you were 13 years old? Well, you, you have to know him because um, Dr. Marty Greenberg, was the dean of New York Chiropractic College at the time. Yes, and he taught and he, also, he taught there. I believe I had him teach me. He taught up a cervical for a little while. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Small world. Could you imagine could you imagine that that I am going up to get my diploma? And I don't forget this guy was my chiropractor when I was thirteen. I go up to get my diploma and it was handed to me by Dr. Marty Greenberg. That's... It was like one of those peak experiences in my life, you know? That's so special. That's so special. Oh, yeah. Now, I look on your website, and I see a ton of celebrities on your website uh, that are listed as chiropractic supporters or patients. Uh, you were kind of the chiropractor to the stars. Tell us a little bit about that, and if you can share any particular stories about some of those people that you're allowed to share, I'd love to hear it. Well, I had... Many, many celebrities come in, in my career. Um, I had um, Gloria Steinem, was one of my favorite people in the world. She came in and she had uh, uh, very severe symptoms of trigeminal neuralgia, where she was diagnosed. She got three different opinions, and everybody decided on the same surgery to drill a hole in her scalp and wrap the trigeminal nerve with Teflon to kind of ease that trigeminal nerve from firing and causing her this massive facial pain and speech difficulty and headaches and vision problems. It was just bizarre. And she she was referred by another doctor and she came and I found her, her atlas grossly subluxated and I showed her on the x-ray and I told her, I said, it's going to take about three months to correct this. She came in three times a week for three months. It's funny because on the day that the three-month period ended, boom, that was the end of her symptoms. She got well. And to this day, she's still a patient and a very, very dear friend. And um, so many others. I mean, Marla Maples, uh, she came to me because she was having uh, problems performing in the Witches' Foul Follies on back in the day. And she'd come to me in between shows and to this day, she's still a great supporter of chiropractic. Oh, by the way, Marla Maples and Gloria Steinem both were on the cover of today's chiropractic. And they become very big supporters of chiropractic because it's helped them so much in their families. And 
I treated Marla's daughter, Tiffany, since she was born. She's still a patient to this day. So chiropractic has always been part of their lifestyles. You know, when Rihanna did the movie Ocean's 8, I was adjusting her every day on the set, on her set in Brooklyn. I mean, there's so there's just so many the people that move forward and, and tell the public about their experiences with chiropractic, and, and the list goes on and on and on. Now, you're on the advisory board to Health Corps. Um, how did you get on that, and what is your role there? What are you doing? Oh, Health Corps... It's an organization founded um, 16 years ago by Dr. Oz and his wife, Lisa Oz. And originally, they wanted to tackle obesity and diabetes in the school system. You know, so they they formed um, a program about nutrition, exercise, and mental resilience. Those are the three categories. And then there's, of course, a lot of subcategories where we hire and train a teacher, we call them a coordinator, we hire a coordinator, and we train them to teach the curriculum in the high school system. They learn how to cook, they learn how to shop, they learn what to eat, um, they learn about exercise, they learn about mental resilience, and the, and the thing is that at that time, this is, Dr. Oz show has been on 11 years, so this is 16 years ago, this is before the Dr. Oz show. I had a couple of his board members come in as patients and had um, all of these health problems and they got well. So they said, hey, would you mind doing a presentation for Dr. Oz? I think this would be great in the health course school curriculum. I said, it would be my honor to doctor into my office and I basically gave him a 40-minute new patient orientation, one-on-one, playing the function of the nervous system. And he had no idea because in medical school, you know, you don't learn how to treat the body and listen to the symptoms and, and look for the cause. So he was kind of enlightened by the whole philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. And he says, would you like to write a curriculum for the um, these teenagers of America? And actually, anybody can see the curriculum, by the way. It's free for all school systems to use. It's on um, Health Core. That's Health, C-O-R-P-S, healthcore.org. You click on curriculum, and you can see the entire curriculum of what we teach and, and why we teach that. And it's benefited already in the 16 years over 3 million teens. So what happens is when we hire a coordinator, they make a commitment uh, to teach in these schools for two years. Then we get a whole new influx of new coordinators, and then we train them of how to teach the curriculum. Then we have all these videos we make for the coordinators to use in their classrooms and kids participate, et cetera, just to make it fun to learn these things. Well, I was going to say your specific entry on this was you introduced chiropractic to this program, and that's been incorporated as part of the program. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're teaching them in a chiropractic setting? What are you, what are you explaining to the, these young students? Well, first of all, any chiropractor or anybody can look at the curriculum, but what we're teaching them is to listen if you have a symptom and say, hey, what could be causing this symptom instead of running to take a pill to cover up this symptom, rather look for the cause. You know, it's the same thing with medications that these kids are on for diabetes or whatever. You know, hey, you can get off these medications if you lose weight, okay? And we teach them how to lose weight by eating properly by exercising, 
And by positive thinking is a big part of the curriculum also, to have them believe in themselves, raise their self-esteem and have dreams and believe in their dreams. You know, so it's a very intimate setting with these kids. And these kids then go out and have health fairs with the coordinators. So wherever the school is, there's all these health fairs going on throughout the year, promoting this philosophy to be, as well as the classroom. Now, you've been on television a number of times, including the most recent one, and I want to talk about that in a minute. You've been on Women's Day with Phyllis George. How did you get on TV? How did you get invited to these shows? Well, first of all, Phyllis George was a patient, and then she got the show, and then uh, she asked me to be her guest because, she, again, she got great results with chiropractic, and she wanted to bring it to the people. It's as simple as that. <laughs> wow. Regarding the Dr. Oz show... I've adjusted him several times. By the way, we have an annual gala in Manhattan for Health Corps. So if you ever want to be part of this thing, it's the greatest gala, great party. Um, Dr. Oz is the host. It's just a terrific thing. You could read more about it on their website, you know, because we're always um, doing things to raise more money to be in more schools. I don't know how many of them know about this involvement, but I would love everybody to get involved with this. And Dr. Oz, he gave a great testimonial on the show. It was right before the gala, the day before, and he's limping in the hallway because we have like an advisory board meeting the day before the gala, and he's limping. I said, what's wrong with you? Don't you know I'm here? You know, so he says, follow me. And we go to his office, and I put his body through range of motion, and I was showing him that one leg was shorter, and that one leg went up higher than the other, and they're locked up. And I was explaining to him how we're detecting the subluxation. So I adjust him. He gets up. He has absolutely no pain. He's like, I can't believe this is happening to me. I have absolutely no pain. And by the way, that testimonial he gave live on his show was not rehearsed. He was so impressed that he thought he would bring this to the public, which I thought was fantastic. I did see that, that he mentioned us. You mentioned that he's a pretty good dancer otherwise, so he had to dance. But uh, he uh, did mention about yeah. how he felt better immediately. Exactly. That's what I told the people on the show. People come to the gala, and everybody wants a picture with Dr. Oz. So everybody takes a selfie on the dance floor. So I said, I got to get this guy dancing, because every, everybody that comes to the gala to dance with him to take a photo. So that was pretty funny. So I, I got it on the show, you know, just so I get a little reaction. <laughs> now, you had mentioned to me there was some difficulties with getting the information you wanted on the show. Tell us a little bit about what happened with this whole show. How did it uh, fall the way it did, and how did you get that information on there? Oh, God. This particular show, it was like when um, the producer called me up and they say, Dr. Smack, can you, I want you to do a show. I want to explain to the public what this cracking sound is when people get adjusted, etc." You know, so believe me, you have an opportunity to share chiropractic with the world. You're not going to comment to the producer on, oh, yeah, but I want to do this on the show. I want to do that on the show. You do that, and that's the last time you're going to be asked to be on any show. So I'm like going along with it. It's just cool. I'll definitely do it. So I get there, and in the beginning of the show, they're showing all, uh, all of these YouTube videos of people getting cracked, crack, crack, crack with their neck and their back. And, of course, this sound is, like, so terrifying to people to even see it. And then they raise the volume of the cracks so they have some kind of instruments. 
you know, that they use in these YouTube videos to make these sounds louder. So I said, I said, I'm not going to just, this is while I'm on the, uh, in the studio. Now. now I'm in the studio and I'm like, I'm not going to walk out and just see all these cracks and tell people what this is about. I said, I want to explain what we do as chiropractors. So then the producer, he goes in his little uh, earphone. Oh, Dr. Oz, Dr. Smell wants to explain about chiropractic before, before you show these videos. Dr. Oz responds, okay, tell him to keep it short. I'm like, okay. So then I'm like pacing in this room, awaiting to be introduced by Dr. Oz in the show, right? So the producer comes back in, the uh, you know, producer of the show, and I says, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. He says, Dr. Smet, this is not an advertisement for chiropractic. I mean, you know, we have to dramatize things and this and that to make the show entertaining. I says, okay, I got it, but I want to speak for a minute prior. So when I went out there, I was like, hmm, how do I get short and sweet and still get the message across? Because now this is all new. The whole dialogue is brand new. So it hit me. What would relax me? And I said, the power that made the body heals the body. After I said that, it was all over. And then I explained the brain-body connection, et cetera, et cetera. And they aired it, you know? I mean, I know chiropractors that have been on the show where they talked about innate intelligence and everything was edited out, you know? And then you see the show, and then the chiropractor's comments, oh, why didn't you say this? Why didn't you say that? That's not how the show works. That's not how any show works. They have, they have the freedom to edit out anything they don't want on. Okay? So that, that was my experience, and I did the best job as I could on this last show, and I'm sure this one's going to be even better. I tell you, I thought it was spectacular, and the fact that I have never heard on television, I guess due to editing, a chiropractor be able to say the power that made the body heals the body on national television. That was spectacular. I want, I want to thank you for giving that message for the rest of us chiropractors. That was just great that they let that run and that you were able to say it and get it online there. Well, you know, it's funny because that's why it's from the part about we had to get Dr. Eyes to dance again. I figured if that's in the same sentence, they're going to air it. <laughs> Good thing, good thing. Now, let me ask you a question. It's going through my mind 100, 100 miles a, a minute, you know? Let me ask you a question. Uh, the show was a bit about that that of these YouTube popping videos that people had on there. And, I, you know, I after I had seen your segment on it and saw at the bottom that that's what the show was kind of about, I looked on YouTube and I found that some of these guys who are doing these popping videos have like a million followers that some of their videos have had 14 million views. I mean, I can't even get someone to learn about how to save their life in 14 million views. Uh, do you have any comments about that? What's, what's your personal feeling about that kind of thing? Well, I don't know if people are going on uh, YouTube. I have no idea if all these viewers are going on say, hey, you know, um, um, what are these popping sounds when I go to a chiropractor and I'm looking at all these videos, I, I'm assuming that People are just curious about these sounds, but, you know, I mean, if I was a lay person and I saw how violent these YouTube videos were, I think that would be a bit of a, that's a bit of a turnoff to me because that's not, 
how it's really done. I'm not saying all the videos. There are some great videos. But the ones that um, Dr. Oz emphasized on the show were really, like, you know. Yeah, they were really violent. As we're wrapping up here, do you have any comments or uh, predictions about, I guess, the profession in general? Any admonitions to the profession? Anybody who's listening today? Anything you want to sum up here and talk about? Well, to sum it up, look, I've seen over a million patients in my life, not to brag, but I'm more proud than bragging. And nothing has changed since the first day I practiced. And just my advice is always tell the truth. Never be afraid. Never water down the principle of chiropractic. Always use the word subluxation because that's what we detect and correct. And don't be afraid. And if people, you know, leave, let them go. There are so many people in this world that, you know, we haven't even tapped into yet. There are many people out there that will follow your lead. But just don't change your practice procedure and learn all of these scripts just to manipulate or win a patient over. None of these things are necessary. Tell them the truth and be proud of it. And that's it. Well, I appreciate your contribution, uh, both in your office with the people, as well as your outreach through Health Corps, your television appearances of spreading the chiropractic message. Uh, I appreciate all the work that you've done in chiropractic, and I want to thank you for that and for being part of our show here today. Thank you very much, Dr. Smat. Oh, thank you, Bobby. It's my pleasure. I appreciate you calling on me. And I want to thank you all for listening uh, to another episode of Cairo Rants. Thank you for listening to Cairo Rants. Subscribe for free and listen to insightful, truthful, and hard-hitting discussions with some of the biggest names in chiropractic. Cairo Rants is sponsored in part by Now You Know Online and in-office educational services. Learn how to expand your educational outreach to your patients and your community at www.nowyouknow.net. The opinions of Cairo Rants are exclusively those of Dr. Braille and do not reflect the opinions of any associations, groups, institutions, or sponsors mentioned in these podcasts. This has been Cairo Rants.